and welcome to The Blueprint, lifestyle design podcast. Unpacking and applying creative design principles to help you live your maximized life. And now, ready to help you design and build your ultimate awesome future, here's your host, Andrew Lord. Hello and welcome to The Blueprint. My name's Andrew Lord and today we're together with a good friend of mine, a man who I consider who has cracked the code and is actively living the abundant life. You know, he's got a business that is a really unique expression of his gifts and his abilities and his core passion to help other people. And alongside that, he's raising an amazing family. He provides for them really well. Uh, he takes his success seriously. He's quite a financially smart guy. But equally important, or just as important, he loves spending time with his wife and kids and he makes time for this as much as he can. So just as an example of how he lives life on his terms, but also uh, that he knows how to work hard to get his hands dirty in the pursuit of success. When we were recording this interview, I met with him in an old home that he just bought and he was in the process of renovating. So uh, we were set up in the lounge room, but just beyond us, there was like a wall missing um, and there was tools and broken down walls and plaster and some stuff everywhere. I mean, he tidied it up a bit for me, but um, I thought it was really cool that we're here to talk about success uh, and living the abundant life and all of that. But at its core is a man who just wants to help others, wants to help his family, and he's not afraid to do the hard work to make it happen. All right, before we go too far, Here's a quick shout out to this episode's feature lifestyle design resource, and that is the lifestyle design quiz. You can find the quiz at lifestyledesignquiz.com and it is a really simple but powerful way for you to take that first step towards living the life of your dreams. When you do the quiz and it only takes you about five minutes to do it, you're going to identify Number one, what is your key strength? Are you a compassionate? Are you a visionary? Are you an innovator? There's a number of different strength profiles that you can be. And these are going to help you to know how to leverage your energy and get the most out of your actions. And secondly, the quiz is going to help you to determine your focus for growth. We all want to live complete, happy, healthy, wealthy lifestyles. Am I right? But one area is going to give you the maximum impact right now. One domain area is going to have a powerful ripple effect on all the other aspects of your life. But what is it? That's the key question and the quiz will identify that. Once you've completed the quiz, you'll be emailed a free personalized report and that will break down your results and give you some customized coaching questions to get even more clear about your future. And it'll outline the five steps that I use to take my clients from ordinary to amazing in just 90 days. This is a really awesome online resource. I've invested a lot of time and energy into developing it, and it's really making me happy to be able to share it with you all. So make sure you check it out, www.lifestyledesignquiz.com. Okay, you're really gonna enjoy this, I know I did. Uh, and to go with it, I've put together a free downloadable resource. It's a five-day health and vitality guide with Terry Powers, and it's based on all the best bits from this interview. And you can get that at blueprintlifeacademy.com.au forward slash Terry. So that's blueprintlifeacademy.com.au forward slash Terry. So make sure you grab that. It's going to give you some really practical, actionable steps that you can take 
to make sure that you are living your abundant life. You know that's what I'm all about, taking action and getting results. All right, let's get into the episode. Uh, here we are in renovation heaven. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I was lying face down in your clinic and it occurred to me, here's a guy who's doing it. You know, here's a guy with wisdom born out of facing challenges and knowing his why and his how and going after it. So just as way of introduction, can we start off by sharing a little bit uh, about what you do? Thank you, <laughs> Andrew. Um, I'm an, a chiropractor initially and acupuncturist, traditional Chinese acupuncturist and kinesiologist. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a naturopath and I've studied nutrition and herbalism. Yeah. So my um, core interest is humans and their health and their vitality, yeah. uh, how they function in life, including their emotions, um, because emotions are an important part of how we function and um, how we can succeed in life, I guess, and, and live a life we're meant to, that, that is good. Yeah. So you've mentioned you know, a few things there. Can you just sort of unpack each yeah. one of those? Like how did you get to be all of those different things? Okay. Well, I had a very um, a model of that from early on. That That's basically the, the uh, package of what my dad used to do when I was a kid. And so he was an osteopath, chiropractor, naturopath, acupuncturist in the uh, way, way back when I was a little kid. So I knew I wanted to do this work because he worked from my home. Mm. And we had an, our TV room had an open archway and the next room was his waiting room. Yeah. So that's how we grew up. And mum worked in the practice with him, so she would answer the phones, take the bookings, and, um, and it was good. So she was there tending to us, but also tending to what was needed with my dad. And so we used to see people, they were watching our TV, our night TV, as, as we were watching TV, having dinner, it was not, wasn't closed off. Yeah. So we saw people coming and going, we saw them... Uh, enthused and getting better of things they didn't know they could get better off yeah. okay so that was just part of our life mm. and I guess I admired um, the respect he got and I felt that he did well as far as he's providing for his family family was concerned as well yeah to, as a young kid that's appealing as well mm. and um, so really that's what I knew all right I want to do that so I went to the same um, college he went to and and I enrolled in chiropractic and osteopathy, and because by then it also had shifted. It, but in the old days, you could do kind of like you did the chiropractic with the osteopathy, and then and then you kind of integrated the naturopathy, and then you do extra studies for the acupuncture. Yeah. All right, that's how he did it. Yeah. But it all changed and became more specialised. So I did four years of chiropractic and osteopathy, but then they even dropped the osteopathy. And so then I just did the uh, chiropractic, finished that, then did the acupuncture, then got into kinesiology. I, um, and um, I found that to be very interesting and effective for patients. Can so, you just describe kinesiology for people who are unfamiliar with that? Yeah. So basically, it's a, our, our whole body functions from the nervous system. So it's like the electrical system. It, to roughly put it, but it's a, 
much more sophisticated and electrical system. So our brain's like this master computer system, and we've got all these little mini computer systems all through the organs and glands, and they're all, they all, the nervous system flows through down to all the muscles, organs, glands, everything. So it coordinates, it's the central intelligence that coordinates our healing. If you walk upstairs, it regulates how hard your heart beats, how your lungs function, how it controls the coordination. If you eat a meal, how much insulin to release to deal with that amount of sugar that you've had. Do you know what I mean? It's it's really highly, highly intelligent yeah. and it's always working. So, um, so basically the kinesiology works on the principle that that electrical system you can kind of check through a muscle response test. The only reason you can contract a muscle is because it's activated by your nervous system. So what we do is we load the muscle, we feel its um, response, its ability to lock and contract, and then we might do something to the body like push on a lung reflex point or a brain reflex point or a bowel reflex point and see if that muscle goes a little bit weak. Mm -hmm. Or we might say, think of your mother or think of your father or think of your brother or think of work mm. and we see if the muscle goes weak or stays strong. Yeah. Now, if it stays strong, you think, okay, that's your body's integrated. It's not, it's not short-circuiting around whatever concept we check. Yeah. All right. Or we expect, or we might say, check a person on, you know, we'll put a homeopathic of chicken in their hand and say, all right, how's your body feel the energy of that chicken? Does it short circuit you or not? Yeah. And the muscle will go weak or stay strong. Yeah. So it's a way of evaluating what, how the body responds to something. Mm. And then if it's, if it becomes deficient, we kind of like um, tweak it. We, we do it, then treat the body mm. to help it to cope with whatever that stress is. Yeah. All right, whether the stress is emotional, physical, nutritional, um, postural, anything. Yeah. And then the idea is we get the body functioning better under that thing that's usually short-circuiting that person, mm. maybe every day, yeah. maybe many times a day. Mm. And yeah. so this is something that you've wanted to do for, um, you know, as you said, uh, a young age. Um, yeah. uh, do you think that you have a particular uh, gift, or do you think that it's just you know something that you wanted to do, and so you set your mind to do it, or do you think there's a combination of both those things going on there? Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, nobody really knows, do they? That we some people just seem to be drawn, and they just switched on to a particular field, and and is that a reflection of their gift, or is or is that their interest and then the gifts flow as they apply their mind and their their spirit to that concept mm. and then that starts to flow and, and germinate. Yeah. Um, I think we can apply ourselves to vast areas in life and and probably those gifts will grow as, as we um, apply ourselves with a certain attitude and, and, and our attitude then... It's interesting, even in etymology, the word attitude relates to the word aptitude. Yeah, right. If you look up the etymology dictionary online, look up attitude, and it relates to aptitude. Mm. So even in that etymology dictionary, our attitude sets our aptitude, and our aptitude is our ability. Yeah, that's good. It is good. It's mm. true. It's yeah. right in our language. Yeah. So yeah. I think if we do that, then then with the right attitude, because... Anyone can go in with a poor attitude and a dismissive and a negative. 
and but if you truly feel like I can do this mm. and and you and it's not an arrogant thing because humans can do things yep. and we're hooked up to something that's bigger yep. and there's a purpose mm. and so once you hook up to that purpose that's beyond you I think that things start to fall into place and flow properly mm. nice um, just sort of building on that uh, as we approach our lives with the attitude and we're building our aptitude yes um, we often face challenges and um, that's I guess where you help people is to, to overcome uh, some of those challenges but <clears throat> do you want to share or can you share some challenges that you might have faced um, I imagine that because you, what you do is so unique mm. and, and so uh, different and so specialized that there are people who would question it, challenge it, um, mm. you know, poke fun at it even. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. So have you ever encountered that? Oh, definitely. Mm. Yes. Um, and again, it relates to attitude. How do we form our attitude in the presence of a negative opinion that is very concrete? You know, like, um, so, and that's part of it. That is a challenge. And that's a good challenge because it helps to hone and make you reflect, all right, what's real and what is this about anyway? And you could get smashed by people's negative thinking. You know, you, you can. But sometimes it helps to helps you to framework, all right, what am I doing? Is this real? What am I giving and why am I giving it? And then you double check everything. And that's a healthy thing too. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're just so arrogant. If we never have some doubt. Yeah. So it's, it's a healthy thing, mm. but you just don't want to be bogged in that negative attack because people do, unfortunately, some people get stuck in their own negativities and then they share that to others and they'll limit other people with it. And it's a human trait. We probably all do it at times. So <clears throat> the idea is to recognise it, learn from it, and then um, and that is a challenge. Every day you'll come up against mindsets that are contrary to what your mindset is and if they shackle you then then they've shackled you mm. and you don't want that mm. so you want to be empowered by it and empower them if you can mm. um, and it doesn't mean you have to sell them on it but you can respect where they're coming from yeah. um, and that they're bogged or not bogged yeah. or maybe they're right or not right yeah. it doesn't matter you learn yeah the idea is getting to the truth mm. And then, then that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you having that experience going through those challenges, those mindset challenges yourself, allows you to be a better practitioner. You know, you can help other people. How can you relate to people unless you haven't been bogged by something? Yeah. You know, you, you, I don't think we can relate. Mm. Um, so then you think, oh, I understand. I know what that feels like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what would you say is your core motivation? You know, what's something that keeps you going in those tough times? Um, I guess it's, um, I mean, we're all human. We all want to do well. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't think there's many people out there who want to do bad. No. I, you know, like it's just, it's just within us. Mm. I want my family to flourish. I want, my, I want things to be good, but I don't mind hard work. Yeah. Um, I, but I'm not limited by that. I don't, I don't feel like I'm ruled by the concept of hard work, but I'm empowered by it. Yeah. So, yeah, I've studied hard. I've done a lot of discipline and I've done physical hard work and I've been in situations where I've had to grunt through, mm. but I don't think we use that as then right as a work ethic that, that 
um, shackles you as well. Yeah. You don't want to be stuck in that. Mm. You want to be smart and think, right, you see the possibilities in life. Um, so my motivation is, I guess, I, I guess family's a big motivation. Um, that's a gigantic one. Um, but I guess the message that you bring into what your what message you have with your work. Mm. What's your purpose? What are you presenting mm. to the world? What are you bringing into the world, and why are you doing that? Mm. Um, and that's that. You don't always know that to start with. Yeah. You can't start a career and think I know what my message is. Mm. It's kind of unfolds and changes mm. or it you know, it starts off one way and then it becomes something different yeah so you learn you don't have to know it all ahead of time you discover it do you think you found it or do you think it's still it's still unfolding. now it's unfolding mm. it's a forever process yeah. i think yeah which no. keeps it exciting doesn't it well it's interesting yeah life is interesting yeah you take the pain out of it it's so interesting <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's only the pain that sort of makes it oh so like terrible pleasant yeah yeah Mm. But like we were saying before, I guess it's the pain that um, shifts our perspective sometimes or, or is the catalyst for us to shift our perspective. It has its purpose. Yeah. Everything seems to have a purpose. Yeah. But again, we need to be liberated by not, not um, ideally, yeah. Yeah. So uh, people who listen to this podcast, they're generally interested in, uh, you know, patterns for success and abundant living. So what would you... Um, describe success for you okay I have a different take on success all right so um, on what most people do because I take the word success meaning succession mm. all right so say if I laid up a whole heap of dominoes you're big right? on that etymology thing, I love yeah. that stuff yeah well I learn a lot from it yeah and, I, and then a word will just strike me I think what is that word mm. I use it all our lives yeah and I'll go look it up, and it's how that word was created, mm. the origins of the word. Mm. And, and yeah, you learn from just looking that up. It's really interesting. Yeah, I and love the way it shifts your mindset out of something that you, as you said, you've heard it every day, and because you've heard it every day, it um, you dismiss it. Absolutely. Until you look at it from a different point of view. So. Well, it was like the word observe. I looked that up, and observe we always think is just to be looking at something not but not partaking of it but it comes from word ob is kind of like obstacle or or something in the four mm. and then serve means to stand guard yeah, right. yeah. yeah so it's like your presence is standing guard it's not necessarily engaging mm. but the presence is watching and guarding mm. and that's the origins of that word to observe yeah I find that fascinating. Mm. So, um, but yeah, with succession, it's like a dominoes. You knock over one domino, it's the next domino, it hits the next domino, and hits the next domino. If you line up all your dominoes, that last little domino will fall over if they're all lined up. If you haven't lined them up, that's not failure. It's the succession is that the domino that fell over falls over, mm. and the one that didn't didn't. For a very good reason, just because they were not lined up. Yeah. So the success is that that came to its its potential mm. because that's how it was lined up. Yeah. So if we look at it that way, that we think, all right, what I've done has had a certain ripple effect, but that ripple effect went so far, that is actually a success. Mm. Then you learn from that. Now, if you in, intended that the ripple should have created a tidal wave at the end of the pond and it didn't, 
we look at it as a failure, all right? But really, you think, no, you're learning. That ripple went that far and you start to learn from it. Mm. So if we change the word, or we look at the word as success like a succession, one thing hits the next, hits the next, and then goes somewhere, yeah, then cool. everything really is a success. And again, I'm, I'm a Christian, so I look at things spiritually, and I think it's according to his will. Mm. So if it goes a certain distance then it's all set up that that can go that far. Yeah. And then you learn from it. Mm. And you think, well, if your will's aligned with his, you're not just trying to get it further than what... You just learn how to set it up differently. Yeah. The machine's not working. Mm. So you set the machine up differently so that it, it will flow properly. Mm. I think that's a big overlap with what you do and what I do. Yeah. Uh, is It's all around that word alignment. You yes. Know? When, I guess, you're talking alignment, you're talking... Um, you know, physically, yep. but of course you, you think bigger than that um, yep. uh, and look at emotions and all those other sorts of things. Yes. Uh, when I talk alignment, I talk about alignment with what is that core purpose. And as you said, it's an always unfolding process, but what is your core purpose and are you doing the thing that you're, you know, called to do or you feel um, that would align with your your core at the moment? That's right. And... Um, yeah, I think we find the flow of happiness when, when we can get those things uh, lined up. Absolutely. And then and then if it was all ripped away from you, what are you left with? Mm. So I think that when we're in our real core purpose, it's, it's about the messages we bring and then the mediums we bring them through. Mm. So I think if everything's ripped away... I, then if it's about our work, then we've, we shut down. Yeah. We lose it. We commit a suicide mm. or whatever. Yeah. We don't cope. But when we look at the bigger picture, mm. like the, some of the greatest prophets and, and the stories and the scriptures, they've had everything ripped away and they're, they're just as good. Yeah. All right? Because it wasn't about that. Mm. And it didn't mean they didn't enjoy it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but it, but it means that that doesn't limit them. Mm. And that's exciting. Yeah. That is, that's great. All right, so um, let's just do a, a little experiment here. If you, um, I might have to be the guinea pig. If you, <laughs> if you had a client uh, here right now who is experiencing some, you know, reoccurring pain, yeah. uh, is there some advice or some, um, you know, techniques that you could give to them to help them to, to deal with that issue? Yep. Um, so, of course, I mean, you've got to work out what the pain is. Usually we try and work out what tissue is causing the pain, if it's a physical pain. Um, so let's say it's a, a shoulder, top of the shoulder pain, right? Um, is that because um, the, the muscle's been injured? It's been damaged? Is the vertebra or the rib slightly askew and not functioning correctly? Is the person allergic to wheat? the inflammation is landing in the left shoulder. Mm. You know, it can be as weird as that. Yeah. Or are they just stressed? Their sleep may be a little bit sleeping wrong at night. Yeah. Then they're stressed as well, but the stress is an important problem mm. and it might be to do with their mother-in-law. Yeah. And yet you, through the kinesiology and through talking to them yeah. and feeling their body, you've got to get right onto the right. Where's the pain? You feel where it is. Yeah. And then what that's linked up to, like yeah. you've got these connecting points. Okay, so that ties to the vertebra or to a rib or a rib at the front of the chest, or it might even tie somewhere else, like the pelvis is out of whack and that's throwing the, 
the way they're holding their their um their shoulders yeah. wrong. Okay? So it's incredibly complex, isn't it? It is very complex. Yeah, it can and, go anywhere. Yeah, and so I'm I'm sort of getting at um like other than booking a consult with you yeah. and um and I'll put a, a link in the show notes for people to to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, is there sort of an approach or a process that people could kind of do um, just on their own, just to do a, like a, a yeah. self audit of their own body? Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure. There probably is. It's a good question. I haven't thought on that as far as doing a self audit. I, I think though that we um, we probably need to spend more time in reflection and meditation. Mm. Um, I think that people maybe did more of that in in the ages gone by. And um, and then are learning to observe um, what's happening and when that symptom comes up. And I think the body starts to teach you if you listen to it. So we've got to go into and listen to what, what is the body telling us. And you've got to almost feel that intuitively, not just intellectually, but you don't throw the intellect out of the, out of the equation too. Yes. And then you'll start to observe. And then you'll once you're paying attention to it, you'll start to notice things that are um, related and say, oh, I did have week. And then two hours later, I've got the shoulder pain. Do you know what I mean? I'm not blaming week for everything, by yeah. the way. I'm just, just an example. Yeah. Could be amines or could be proteins or it could be an attitude or it could be just alcohol or it could be someone's, um, the way that they sit through the, you know, they might notice that it's at the end of the day when their posture's been, you know, a certain way. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's reflecting and looking at it. Um, they can look at themselves in the mirror and look at, okay, are my shoulders basically level? Uh, someone can take a photo of their spine from behind. That's as simple as anything. I'm getting very conscious of the way I'm sitting to the right. <laughs> so someone just stand there, take your tops off. If you're female, leave your bras on. Someone snap a photo from behind and look, are my shoulders level? Are my ears fairly level? Is my head a bit rotated? Is my pelvis spittling? What's my spine doing? Is it a little bit cockeyed or not? Mm. Then actually side bend one way and take a photo and side bend the other way and take a photo. And you can actually, it's so easy to see, wow, my spine is bending beautifully that way, but that way it looks like it can't even move. Mm. And it's very common. And so then, I mean, it's hard to give a blanket approach to treating all that, but um, stretches are important. Um, our diet is important. My dad used to have an old saying, he'd say, people dig their graves with their teeth. Mm. Okay. And I believe that's true, that we eat a lot of plasticky, yucky foods, and for some reason, they're the ones that are addictive, mm. and we all get that, um, that we've made them our comfort foods and our celebration foods. Yeah. And they are fun, but you don't you don't feel good after them. Yeah. And they they I don't understand. It's interesting. Mm. So our diet is very very important. The vitality of our foods. It's not just the nutrition. It's the vitality, and of course water and um, regular exercise, mm. um, varying between stretching, strengthening, um, cardiovascular exercise, varying that up, yeah. and that sense of time to just reflect on your life mm. it doesn't have to be hours you yeah. just gotta you gotta fit all this into your day mm. and people are busy so you yeah. gotta do do it efficiently yes. it doesn't have to take hours yeah and then and then yes once you start to learn all that then if it's still um 
if your spine is out of whack, then you probably need a little bit of help. And we, I mean, to put it, you know, I, I love to use terms which are a little bit, um, um, I think, coarse. And I think, you know, I'll say to people, we've just got to do a little bit of panel beating. Yeah, okay, right. your, your pelvis is way out of whack over there, your spine's twisting like that. Mm. Let's just untwist it a little bit yeah. and help it to function better, mm. all right? So sometimes, you know, you're then in your car, you take it to a panel beater if you can't get it out yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and of course, the reason <clears> being, you know, coming right back to what you were saying at the beginning, that alignment is important because of that electrical flow uh, yes. that you mentioned right back at the start and that's controlling everything it is and and of course if it's out of alignment it's like the wheels on your car are out of alignment the tires start to wear mm. we don't want the joints wearing yeah. they're beautiful joints well designed to last you longer than you ever need them mm. um, if they're just functioning well so we take the inflammation out of the body we get them aligned and functioning well then there are things people can do at home to help the alignment. Simple things like hanging from a chin-up bar yeah. or those inversion gyms are terrific. They help, yes. but some dents, they're just not going to get out. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So you sometimes you do need a bit of help with yeah. that. But they, they still do pretty much everyone some good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I think that's really good. Just both those aspects are true. There's plenty that we can do on our own, and I particularly want to pick up on the, the um, spending time yeah. Just reflecting, meditating, thinking about uh, life and um, just whatever comes to you, I think, is a really powerful thing to do. It is. Yeah. Um, but the other aspect being um, sometimes we need help and sometimes we've got to go get help and not yeah. to be afraid to do that. Yeah. And you've got to listen to your body as if almost it's an inner being of yourself. Mm. It's it's you're not listening to your conscious mind. You're listening to your inner being. Yeah. And that that's what's going to bring the messages. You're respecting a, a dimension of yourself that mm. I think we're meant to respect. Yeah, definitely. Now that's good. All right. I just want to shift gears just a little bit. Um, the other big challenge that many of my listeners face is that they want to build a lifestyle business. And I mentioned here. You know, we're in amongst a house that you're renovating on a Wednesday. So you have the flexibility to do that within your business. You can um, work the hours that you need to work or want to work. Um, but the people who are wanting to do that, they don't want to sacrifice their family, you know, no. on the altar of hard work. Now, you have uh, mentioned and I've seen you, you obviously know how to work hard, mm. but your your family has definitely not suffered for it. I look at your, your kids and I think, aren't they, you know, beautiful young people. Mm. Um, are you able to, you know, share some of uh, the success stories that you've had with your family? Um, this is your chance to boast a little bit if you want to. <laughs> you know, what makes you proud um, and what have you done to help to create some of these positive outcomes with your family? Um, well, um, again, I guess being a parent, you, you um, as you try and spend the time that they like, um, that you be present. You, they know that you want to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean they always take you up on that. Sometimes mm -hmm. I want to do something. So I've got to bully my kids to spend time with me, <laughs> little brat. <laughs> so funny. But, the, um, um, but they know I'm always there. They know I'm always wanting to. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's good. That's the important thing. Um, so um, my oldest daughter, she's just finished her honours degree in psychology and she's going into a master's degree, which is fantastic. 
My second daughter's just finished uh, a music degree and she's just released her first song. Wow. Um, Bianca Power called Blood on Your Shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a soul, uh, is it a new soul? Yeah. Or like a rhythm and blues type style, very gentle. Nice. And it's more a relationship song, like a relationship breakup and where the blood is. Is it blood on, on um, like how can people It's on it? um, Spotify, Spotify and iTunes. All right, we'll put a link in the show oh, notes awesome. for this. Oh, awesome, yeah. Yep. It's, well, I'm very, very biased, but it is actually very good. Yeah. And she's come, she's written another song, but she's going to make a video for that first before she releases it. And she's just finished her degree, mm-hmm. like last year, and she's, she's got this, and it's going well. Like, it's already, she's been interviewed on radio up on Nicole, on Brisbane, and and it's um, playing on the radio stations up there and that sort of stuff. Great. Yeah. And Joel, he's about to go into psychology as well. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I've got three other kids, so they're, but they're younger. They're all beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so two of them doing psychology and um, I guess if you look at what you were just describing um, uh, Bianca doing with her music, I guess that's like a thought a reflective process through music as well. Um, obviously, obviously, they've sort of looked at uh, some of the things that you've done and, and wanted to to follow in that vein of, of health and healing through through the mind and well, emotions. You would only think that. I mean, I haven't asked them specifically, and maybe they don't even know why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. And doesn't. I'm sure it would have to affect to some degree. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that before when you said, um, you know, that you grew up around you within the waiting room literally yeah. of your dad and um, I think that's a really powerful thing that you, your dad not only modeled uh, the business in terms of the work but also modeled the the win-win scenario yeah which um, I think uh, a lot of people listening probably think that it's either or and mm. I know I work with a lot of people who they they feel that they have to go one way or the other and it, it yeah, it can't be both, yeah. but um, I think it's great to have this interview and, and to just point that out, that there are lots of situations where you can have the win-win, you can get business and family and absolutely and, and make them work. Yeah, and same with my wife. She's she's um, into um, essential oils. She mm-hmm. does the um, doTERRA essential oils. She just loves them, yeah. and she does that from our home, yeah. and she's with the kids, and she does the what's needed there, and then she's still... She's still bringing her health message and her vitality message through those essential oils, which is fantastic, Mm. which also fits in beautifully. Mm. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me and and, um, the community today. Uh, I know I'd better let you get back to your your (laughs) renovations, but um, there's a lot of wisdom that you've been able to share, and I just think you're doing great work. you know, I always appreciate the time that I get to have with you when we uh, come for a consult, and uh, I know that you've been a benefit to our family. So, um, yeah, just thank you so much for the work that you do and um, keep up the, the great. So there you have it, Terry Powers. What a great interview. He's a really lovely guy. He's got some great advice and great wisdom to share, and I really appreciated uh, the time that I got to spend with him. I hope that you did too. Don't forget you can get the five-day health and vitality guide, uh, which is extracting the best bits of this interview and putting it into a practical action guide that you can use to improve your own lifestyle. 
You can get that at blueprintlifeacademy.com.au forward slash Terry. That's blueprintlifeacademy.com.au forward slash Terry. And don't forget, if you haven't done so already, make sure you go and take the Lifestyle Design Quiz, which is at lifestyledesignquiz.com. All right, a fantastic interview. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Bye for now. Thank you.